iterations does it take before someone says that's always going to happen? Um, probably three. I think after three, you start relaxing a bit and thinking that's okay. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, it's uh, consistency, mate. That's the uh, the main thing. I said to uh, another person earlier this week, and I think they wanted to do a podcast, like everyone's doing a podcast. And I just said, listen, mate, just keep doing it. Regular consistency, quality. Yeah. If it's, if it's good, great, but that's not the most important thing. You just got to keep doing it, you know, uh, keep showing up. Um, anyway, uh, welcome everybody. Uh, welcome to Brain Food Live on Air. It is episode 166, bringing it to you every Friday, no fail. And this is one of the most exciting topics uh, uh, for the year. I'm sure it is. Uh, we've got an absolute massive crowd in Crowdcast. 400 plus people registered for it, 130 people already watching live now. I don't know how many are watching elsewhere because this is a topic I think really hot to trot for recruiters. If everyone just takes a quick look at the poll, by the way, at the bottom of your screen on Crowdcast, there should, should be a poll. Just flick that up and just look at the results of there. Um, and you can see what the uh, the people uh, uh, who registered thought about it. Uh, basically, very, very high interest in recruiting on and sourcing on Reddit, but have never done it before. Um, and, and that's something we've got to do something about because it is one of the top 10 most visited websites on the planet. Far more visitors than LinkedIn, right? Daily active users, far higher active usage than LinkedIn. We're all, all recruiters are on LinkedIn. Everyone else is on Reddit. So there's a huge problem, um, particularly when you know, uh, it's, it, you've got to figure out a way to interact with the audience that you want to hire in the places that they want to be. So this is going to be a great topic. Um, if you have any questions on Reddit in particular, by the way, start populating them in Ask Question feature at the bottom of the screen. Uh, and if you're watching this in different places, uh, be it LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Twitter, or whatever, uh, just ask them in ask on the comment thread there, and I will get to them. Um, okay. Um, let's, uh, well, let's do some sound checks. First of all, we always do this. Uh, firstly, can everyone hear me? Okay. Just a quick one on that. Uh, people on Crowdcast, give me an, uh, a confirmation that AV is okay. Um, same goes with everyone on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. If you can hear me, okay, just let me know, give me a thumbs up or something. Um, and then we should be uh, ready, uh, to continue. Okay. A couple of yeses. That should be okay. All right. Um, well, firstly, um, firstly, 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 quick um, thank you to our sponsors. Folks, we cannot do Brain Food Live without our sponsors. Every week they're stepping up and saying, yes, Hung, I want you, I want to support this event. Um, so I want to give a big shout out to our good buddies at Join Talent. Um, if you're looking at any kind of recruitment, RPO, in-house recruiter, out-of-the-box type of solution, I'm struggling to think of a better option than Join Talent. They've just gone like a rocket ship over the last two years or so, um, really pioneered the idea of a remote-first recruitment company that hires from everywhere. So they've got great recruiters uh, from different parts of the world, international global co coverage. They're going gangbusters in the UK, in Europe, and now in the US. Um, go ahead and check out Join Talent. I need to say also that Join Talent have had such confidence in bring food and also confidence in the market that they just went maxed out as well next year. Uh, so you'll be seeing a lot of them uh, on bring food live uh, and in other places because they've been really supportive of everything we're doing here. So check out jointalent.net. Uh, okay, uh, let's uh, welcome Adam Gordon. Adam, you look so much like you're on holiday. 
Um, there's a, there's a, that shirt says holiday to me. I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's so pristine white. You know, you don't get away with that sort of in Glasgow, do you? Um, <laughs> Dirty shirt in Glasgow or something? Yeah. I don't know. But... It's always Czech okay. or some tartan or something. It's, it's, can't, you know, something warmer. It's, it's not warmer white. Tones. Yeah, yeah. That's so, to- so, so. Much. Are you still in Cornwall? I take it, right? Yeah. Still there? Cool. Yeah, five, five, five weeks so far. Relocating? I think, think about it. I wouldn't say no. Don't say I don't think we will, me. though. I don't think we will, though. I like, I like living in a city. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's probably, if you're five weeks, you probably get to the point where the city amenities you do miss a bit because, um, you know, beachy life is great, but there's only, you know, it's, it's almost like a retirement vibe, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty. There's not. Yeah, I mean, I, I tell you what, I'm definitely going to do this again. I'm going to do this every year. I'm, every year, yeah. I'm going to. I'm going away every year, like six weeks every summer. It's just you know something great to look forward to. Change of scenery is, and I've not actually been on holiday. I've been working the whole time, but a change mm-hmm. of scenery is as good as a is as good as a holiday. I think. I, I think even better sometimes because you don't have the pressure to put an event on or to have a good time, so to speak. You're just doing work, but you're just looking at a different view, and you're. Yeah eating different food, seeing different people. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Go and do it. Although you're timing it wrong. I'd say Scotland in summer is pretty good, but, you know, Scotland in winter is horrible. So you want to switch this down and, and, and yeah. get to somewhere. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, though, I am looking forward to. I've got my I've got my season tickets for Glasgow Warriors and, like, for the rugby, inter- the autumn internationals. I've got um, – I'm on the waiting list for season tickets at Rangers. You know, I'll go to a lot of the games. There's a lot of sporting stuff happens in winter, which is just great. Yeah, that's right. And Premier League starts today. Can't today, believe it tonight, how yeah. quickly that is. Um, so good luck, everyone who's playing. Uh, Newcastle, my team, are playing Nottingham Forest. The worst type of team to play in your first fixture is a promoted team, in my opinion, um, because no one's got into the rhythm and fluky results happen in the first two, three weeks. Um, so I think it is a terrible time to play the worst team. Uh, we're probably going to lose, and <laughs> set the tone for like a ten-match uh, sort of bad run. Uh, who's going to uh, win? Who's going to win the league? Chelsea. No way. <laughs> See, it's going to be Man U or Liverpool, Man City or Liverpool. Surely. I don't know why. I think Chelsea going to do it. I think Tottenham. I, I think... Tottenham will be third. I reckon nah, Chelsea might be fourth. T- Tottenham have blown blown a gasket. I think Arsenal beat Tottenham. Um, a Tottenham outside a top four. Arsenal, I think, with uh, Jesus is starting, he's going to be a hero for them. Um, but I, I like Sterling at Chelsea. I think he's, a, he, he's, he's. I don't know how Man City let him go. Um, but I like him yeah, there. I think strange. he's going to be very, very good. Um, so we'll, we will see. Um, all right, let's get on with it. Adam, um, yeah. did you read the newsletter last week? If you did, what was interesting, man? Yeah, I'm a massive um, advocate for good communication. Um, and like really thinking about what you're going to say. Uh, and yeah, I sometimes say the wrong thing, but you know, even still, I think that uh, it's important. And I, sp- I am especially think it's important, as you know, Han, in written form. I think if you uh, can write well, then you can communicate your message better. You can get people following your way of thinking. You're a better leader. And yeah, this article from I'd never seen um, Stay Sassy before, but it's for. Blog for hiring, for scaling your tech team Sassy. from zero to the point you're at 100 million of revenue. And um, so there's four main reasons why they've said that 
I think the, the headline was like good managers write good, something like that. But anyway, mm-hmm. write, writing is thinking. And what that means is when you are writing, you're actually thinking about what you want to say. So it, it helps you to clarify the message that you're trying to convey. And that sometimes what you do is as you're writing, you go, hang on a second. I'm getting this wrong here, actually, as you write it. So I think it's a great way of really uh, bringing out, you know, the true uh goal that you want to actually achieve in your communication you need to think about every piece of writing as a as a communication that has to make somebody feel a particular way to inspire them to do whatever it is if it's keep doing something or stop doing something or change the way that they're doing something writing is transparency as well because if you write it down yeah it means that you are putting your name to it whereas if you say it in a meeting you could you know just say i didn't mean it quite like that or whatever um, writing requires handling ambiguity. This is again really, really important because you've got you you got to think about if I I could say to ten people, hey, write. We want everybody to do this. Write two sentences to get them to do it. They're all going to write different sentences, and some of those are going to be really brilliant, and some of them are going to be like totally ambiguous, or just or just get people to do the wrong thing. So you've really got to think about that. Then the other one is about write. The fourth one was writing requires humility, and I, I wasn't quite sure I, I appreciated the reasons behind write, writing requires humility. But it, good managers write good. This is important for everybody, especially for recruiters. You don't need to be a manager in recruitment to know that writing is is important because you are recruiters are managers. You're managing candidates. You're managing hiring managers. You're trying to manage process is happening so every recruiter is a manager of source yeah and and writing writing good is not just like uh, being grammatically correct um tom so i totally get your point there um uh, it's all it's basically being writing in a way that is like clearly understood i think that's the key and and part of the reason why i like stay sassy is because it writes in language that's accessible it's it's readable blog posting um and i'd recommend everyone read it for the for the written quality because it's not literature. It's not going to blow your mind in terms of, you know, the, the literary techniques they might be using. But you can see the person is making a point and almost 99% of the people who understand English can read that point and understand the point as it's intended to be received. Uh, that, for me, is great writing. Um, and you just wonder, you know, as the, you know, we in recruiting certainly is still very much uh, uh, verbal in large respect as a job, but it has definitely shifted to a more textual way of communicating over time with the internet being what it is we are definitely more like much more on the uh the balancing in terms of how important textual and written communication is i think recruiters could get a lot better in terms of how they write copy basically um so so yeah maybe maybe that's something another brain food live we should do get some copywriters on we haven't had mitch on for a while um, maybe, maybe get Katrina Kibben, our, our, our all favorites, uh, who are always great, but we, we need to find a better, re- better excuse to get them back on. Uh, but yeah, copywriting for recruiters, why not? That should be a good one. Um, okay, give us another one, mate. Um, so there's finally, there's some evidence that uh, remote working is helping to close the geographic uh, pay gap. Now, this information was only in the USA. Um, however, if you looked at the pay in tier one locations like San Francisco and New York for a software engineer. In Q4 of 2019, it was $170,000. 
whereas in a tier three location, like non-metropolitan kind of location, it was $144,000. So that is a $26,000 you know, gap. Fast forward to Q3 21, tier one's 180. So it has gone up by 10,000, but tier three is 170. So the gap's now only $10,000. So tier three locations, it's gone up considerably. That's great news for people wanting to uh, you know, live wherever they, they, they want to live. It's great news for, I think, spreading wealth around you know, a country. Um, it's not great news for employers who have gone, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to hire loads of people in North Dakota where the skills are high and they only need minimum wage to, you know, get ahead in their lives. So, you know, there's winners and losers in this, of course. But overall, I think it's great for the um, just overall you know, dispersion of wealth opportunity. Yeah. Uh, and Aaron, I totally take your point. It's it, it can be very tight for different people. Um, but in the microcosm of, let's say, software engineers, I think there is something to be said for that, because prior to the remote era, there was probably two different classes of, of, of where you could actually earn, earn a living in the sense that if you weren't in one of these metropolitan centers, you wouldn't be earning these strat stratospheric strategy uh, salaries. You'd actually just be earning the job a days type stuff because uh, the job would never be available for you to do in a different location. Um, but now that pandemic has switched us on to the idea that remote is okay for so many of these roles, then I think those jobs are being pushed out and they are carrying some of the higher value salaries out there, in which case it is a form of leveling. Um, it's the only kind of leveling that I think can work. Uh, which is promotion of remote. And in the US, actually, we've seen certain states be very competitive to uh, relocate remote workers, if that makes any sense. So in other words, they have basically been pay paying people to relocate to their place, to their city, to their state, in order to work wherever they want within state, but therefore, you know, obviously pay tax and income tax and spend their money in state. I think that is basically... Um, uh, kind of a microcosm, if you can call it a US microcosm, a microcosm of the competition we have for digital nomadism anywhere. If you're smart, you're going to compete for high high wage immigrants, basically, because they're going to spend a lot of money in your local area and they're going to be, you know, tax revenue, val valuable tax revenue for, for, your, for your local government. It's like Colorado, is it, that put in place some laws around you can't advertise roles in Colorado. Um, we have to do them because of yeah. the they refuse to accept that somebody in Denver is going to be earning less than somebody in you know, San Jose. Yeah, yeah, they've done that. And and I think there was some some kind of funny workarounds, wasn't there, where companies were posting adverts saying, yeah, if you're from Colorado, you're not. Yeah, <laughs> don't, like, don't apply yeah. from Colorado. We're, yeah. we're, we're remote anywhere, but if you're a Colorado person, you know, it doesn't apply, which is, you know, obviously would be illegal in a lot of places around the world, but clearly, you know, as needs must in different places. But there's all kinds of interesting uh, kind of emergent phenomena that's fascinating to to, uh, to study. Um, uh, but uh, but yeah, it's an interesting one to see, like you say, one of the, the first bits of evidence to say that leveling might be occurring in some way. I've shared the link in the chat stream there, so check it out. Okay, give us one more, mate, before we get into it. Uh, yeah, okay. So uh, sadly, in the UK, uh, bullying lawsuits have doubled. 
And um, the suggestion is that this is because of work from home. So in 2017-18, there were 412 bullying lawsuits. And in 2021-22, 835. This is from information from Fox and Partners, which presumably is a law firm, an employment law firm or a discrimination law firm or something like that. And interesting, you, you can't actually sue your employer for bullying, but you can sue for, uh, you, can, you, can, you can include it in discrimination or like whistleblowing in other things. So if you've got a claim about bullying, you have to put something else forward and then put it in behind it. But anyway, this is really sad. And, you know, it's a, it's a sad, um, like, um, der der derivation of, I can't think of the word. It is, it's, it's a sad thing that it's linked to working from home. That surprised me. That didn't, is that, do you find that surprising folks that bullying in company increased with work from home? I assumed it would naturally decrease because you're spending less time with people, like overall less less time with people. Therefore, your opportunity to have an antagonistic relationship will simply be reduced. Uh, it, 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 for instance, I think it would be more tolerable to be interacting with somebody who you simply didn't like uh, when those interactions are less intense as they would be remote. That's what I thought. But in this evidence is to say, no, there's other ways in which bullying can occur in remote, like passive aggressive type stuff. Ghosting um, people, ignoring them, not getting back to them. You know, these are all examples of bullying, which yep. are far more likely in a uh, primarily text-based communication, you know, environment. Or, or setting up a group and excluding someone from that. Oh, like, let's yeah. Say, let's say there's a What's group. WhatsApp groups, yeah. Yeah, you're, and you set up a, a back channel group and you start laughing at that other person. Yeah, no bueno. That's clearly no bueno. But how no. do you track that, right? I mean, you need to discover it. Uh, someone, someone ultimately will need to, to to tell you, and then you you find out actually you're there just gossiping behind my back. I mean, how bad is that? So all kinds of little things that were. It's it's it is sad, but it's basically that we're getting more innovative in our bullying techniques, so to speak. You know what I mean? It's, a, it's, a, it's like we're, we're applying our creativity to the absolute uh, balance, uh, you know? But th there you go. Um, uh, human beings, we're emotional beings, we're status-seeking human beings, unfortunately. Um, uh, one of the ways in which people uh, try and achieve status is to damage other people. Uh, and it seems that remote uh, or in hybrid even more exacerbated because there's increased separation there more opportunity to have difference uh, that uh, has led to i think pretty good evidence if these law firms have seen a spike of uh, cases yeah, that's well, a decent yeah. measure that's a yeah. decent measure yeah cool all right let's get on with it um reddit you know nothing about this right i mean can we just say that real quick well i mean uh, nah. I, I i go on it sometimes Right, that's fine. You know nothing. I know nothing. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on it, um, and I, I'm a I'm a passive consumer of Reddit. There's a few there's a few Reddits I'm really into. I'm into uh, Reddit LUFC, of course. Um, I, I'm into I'm into some bad Reddits as well. You know, terrible ones that you think, oh my god, uh, uh, this probably wouldn't be particularly uh, uh, great to advertise too publicly, but quite humorous in that way. You know, it's it's the edginess of of what Reddit is. I uh, just got to measure how far you want to go before you, you you dive into the, uh, 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 the the nether regions of it. Um, Are you yeah. like in those shorting shorting companies subreddits and stuff? 
No, no, no. I don't trade. I don't trade. Um, I don't have the time to monitor the the trends, uh, and I think that that type of trading is is so consumptive of your time. Uh, I, I don't have the time to do it, which I thank God for it because I probably would lose all my money. So, uh, so yeah, that's not my game. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, let's get our guests on. Let's talk about it, and we'll uh, we'll we'll pick it, we'll uh, pick it up from there. And I want to ask you about those cesspools actually, because as as a recruiter. You know, I think I wonder how much of a like a deterrent, um, like the reputation and and the exposure of some of this stuff is. How does that deter people from actually using Reddit? Like the unpleasantness of sourcing from there, uh, and that's probably something we need to talk about. Uh, there's there she is, Erin Matthew. Great to see you again, Erin. Um, uh, for the folks who don't know you, do you want to quickly introduce yourself? Yeah, uh, so I have been sourcing for the last, well, sourcing and recruiting for the last seven years or so, and I recently made a job change, and I am now a senior sourcer with PayPal, and um, I'm one of the few people that actively sources on Reddit, and uh, hoping I can help some folks gain the confidence to do it today uh, in the right way, though. And we'll Correct. talk about that. Excellent. Excellent stuff. Um, and we, I, I noticed I, I invited a whim and he actually rejected it. Uh, it was like, okay. Um, I was, I was, I, I was typing and typing way too much. And then suddenly something popped up and it went away right away. So oh, were you typing well, on Reddit? No, I was yeah. typing in the chat here. I was typing in the chat. I was not on Reddit. Yeah. He was cyberbullying me on Reddit. It's okay. He was. He was absolutely doing that. Well, we're very good to see you. I'm pleased to see that you look as if you've recovered from the COVIDness. Is that right? Give us an, an update. Uh, yeah, I've I had COVID for the first time in my life, uh, like twelve days ago or something. So that was uh, a bit scary. That was uh, four or five days that I was totally out and just lying on my sofa, just trying to recover. So I'm glad I'm back up and running. You're looking like, well, mate. You're looking well. So well done on that. Uh, Wim, for the people who don't know you, can you quickly introduce yourself to the audience? Uh, I'm Wim. I've been recruiting for 12, 13 years now. Um, I do some stuff from SOSU. I help out where I need to be. I'm currently recruiting for Tenet and for Talent Mapper. Uh, and you can find me on LinkedIn and on Reddit and on Discord and all the bunch of other places. Let's start with that. If you're on Reddit, uh, as, as as a recruiter, I, I assume you are women the recruiter, right? You're not like uh, as, as trying to be somebody else. No, tell me. I I have five accounts on Reddit actually. Okay. So um, I have my my own personal account, which you yeah. know I follow subreddits and sometimes a bit less renowned subreddits where I shouldn't talk about, just like you. Uh, mm -hmm. But I also have like a more professional account where I can do more professional stuff on, and I have a fake Wim Dumons account, which. When people look me up on Reddit, they're going to find that account and that's empty and dead. And then I'm certain that my identity is somewhat safe. Uh, and I have a throwaway account for posting things that I totally do not want people to find. Yeah, very, very interesting. Let's deal with this straight away because, Erin, I think you mentioned it also in the, in the chat stream as well. Like Reddit has a, a reputation for, you know, some dark and terrible things happening within the in various subreddits and communities. How much of a deterrent do you think that image is for recruiters like using it as a, a, a place to recruit or, or advertise? So I, I think that it's a huge deterrent if that's the only thing that you know about Reddit. And unfortunately, that's 
you know, uh, the, the main impression that people have of Reddit. They don't realize that it's also home to communities for like UX designers to share their portfolios to get feedback or for people to post up their resume for IT or IT career questions to get feedback there, or, you know, just people learning JavaScript in another place. Um, so, you know, it's, it's everything and it's, you know, all of those things all at once. But um, here's another thing why it, it's, it's kind of a benefit that there's those dark places of Reddit. It is the one place where you are going to find people being their authentic selves. And let me tell you one thing, and this may, might, might be controversial. If you are the best software engineer in the world, but you're also following neo-Nazi subreddits, sorry, I'm not going to reach out to you. Thank you for filtering yourself out that way. Yep. I, I think that's a really interesting um, uh, kind of, it, we need to tackle this because the, let's agree that the, the, the first point, let's agree that the, um, the PR is, is grounded in some type of reality in the sense that there are so many people on it and so many communities that inevitably there will be communities um, that are uh, marginal, uh, to say the least. Now, just to explain to folks who don't understand how Reddit works, it's basically a bunch of comment streams. It's public posting boards, but itself it's organized in terms of sub communities. So yes. you have a single place and then you search first for a community of interest you join that community and then people generally are speaking about that topic in that community. And there are probably hundreds of thousands of communities, probably more. I mean, anybody can set up a community. Yeah. Millions. millions like, right? so, if you have anything you want to talk about and you can find enough people who want to talk about this topic, then you can make a subreddit about it. I mean, Aaron posted it earlier, bread staple to trees. There are a hundred thousand people talking about stapling bread to trees. You know, I don't it know just why, but it's, yeah. Uh, or my favorite CVS receipts, people posting how long their CVS <sighs> receipts are from the, the pharmacy. <laughs> so, as so, so as, go, go, go ahead. No, no, as, no, as, long, as, as long as you have an interest and a share interest, you can make a subreddit about it. And it used to be that anything goes on, on Reddit. It used to be that as long as you have enough people interested in this topic, you can make a subreddit about it, but they have been cracking down on a lot of like the more shady subreddits that yeah, have been removed or just they hate subreddits, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just illegal stuff has also been instantly filtered out. So they have been trying to clean it up lately. There is still a bunch of stuff where you can just go and see things which are not okay if you aren't taking care of yourself. Yeah, I, so, so go ahead. Uh, go yeah, ahead, I've got um, I've got something. I, I don't want us to go too far beyond beyond this before I ask this question because I think this is really important. But um, before I ask, ask the ask the question, it's a question for Erin. Before I ask the question, I'm going to make it really clear. I hate yeah. neo Nazis. I would never hang out with neo Nazis or want to work with neo Nazis. You you find the very best software engineer you can find on Reddit. That person is following neo Nazi you know, subreddits, whatever. Um, whose decision is it that you don't hire people, you don't approach somebody? Is it yours or is it your employer's decision that neo-Nazis are not going to be part of your organization? I'll take it a little bit further just to, just to exaggerate my point. You hate Manchester United. You find the best software engineer and that person is, you know, following Manchester United. You just forget that person. 
I know it's a ridiculous analogy here, but my point is, um, at what point do we do we determine as rec- as individual recruiters what is okay and what's not okay? What's I'm not gonna, okay Aaron, is denying Aaron, the humanity of another group of people. That's where I draw the line. That's both right, me so, uh, and my employer. Aaron, let me just uh, firstly, I just want to interrupt yeah. on this because I think this is actually a really important topic, and we should probably do a show on it, um, like a dedicated show to say what is the like, how do we devolve the responsibility to make judgments that are outside of the core function of the job? So, for it's, instance, it's not, just, I think it's I, not just Reddit. It's not just Reddit. It could be on LinkedIn. It could be anywhere. It, it, yeah, yeah. And at what point does that then segue to bias, right? I mean, it could be that I have a bias again. I think Islam is bad, and I decide, okay, no more Muslims. Oh, okay. And then you know, where does that go? So, anyway, the point is, um, I, I interrupt you, Aaron. So, if, you, if you've got more to say, then please say it. Because, but I, I do want to go back to this as a, as a, as a separate topic. Yeah, I mean, as recruiters and sourcers, we do have control over who we're sourcing and sending to the hiring managers. And if keeping neo-Nazis out of our company is within my control, I'm going to be doing that. So that is my answer. All right. And we've seen some support on, 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 the, on, the, on the things. I need to say, I need to say, by the way, I would probably fail not to say I follow neo-Nazis, but I do. <laughs> um, um, because um, I, similar to you, Vim, I'm in different places with different counts, but I, I want to see what they're saying. Um, so, I think so the point my, is where, uh, sorry to interrupt you, sorry. No, I mean, essentially my belonging to those groups, in, I don't think is necessarily a reflection of my commitment to their ideology. It's more like I'm scouting them um, or I'm trying to figure out what's going on, like, like why they're thinking the way they are and, and you know, just get some insight as to how, the, how, they, how they behave. I think if I started commenting or I started, you know, interacting in a positive manner to some of the, some of the, some of the stuff that's in there, maybe that's fair, fair comment. But it may well be I would be binned from a, an assessment process, I would say unfairly, um, because, you know, it doesn't reflect my view. But anyway... Again, a huge topic. We can't we can't get sidetracked on this, even though it's very very exciting, and we want to get into it. Uh, this one is about sourcing, like the technical aspect of trying to source, so rather than moral let's, philosophy. Let's... Yes. I well, I think I'm more interested in the philosophy, but I think people sign up to get mm-hmm. some understanding. Out of actually, yeah. Let's do yeah. the baby steps first and get into yeah. it. Um, so, because if you look at the poll, and I think I did send this out on Twitter, um, I think the poll is very very clear. Um, we had, oh my God, 78 people, 78 votes, 83.9% of people voted on this poll. Uh, their current situation is they've never sourced it, but they would like to start. So let's get over the intimidation factor. Number one, there are some bad things in on, on Reddit, more bad things than you would encounter on a normal sort of uh, more mainstream social network. That is something you've got to prepare yourself for before you enter. It's almost like taking a holiday in a country that you know is, is is maybe has a lot of poverty, you can't go in there with the mentality you're not going to see poverty. Um, uh, you're going to go in there, you're going to see some stuff that's really quite tough. So number one, that's the first thing, like mentally get yourself ready for this before you, you go in. Let's do the second thing. How do you do it? Can I source Reddit without an account or do I need to set something up to, 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 to interact with this thing? Um, I mean, you can view as many posts as you want without an account, but if you want to actually post, then obviously you need an account. Um, So I will preface this by saying, before you start sourcing on Reddit, 
you need to have a very healthy understanding of the platform. And I, I tell this anytime that I teach about sourcing on Reddit, don't go straight from this webinar to go source on Reddit if you are not familiar with the platform. Spend a month being a Redditor. We always say be a Redditor first, first and a recruiter second so that you understand the nuances. There are subreddits that are friendly to recruiters to post jobs, and you have to understand which one those are. And you have to read the rules of each subreddit and follow them. Otherwise, you'll be banned immediately. Um, Redditors can be very unforgiving, and it's important that you understand that. And the most important thing to understand about Redditors is they value authenticity, and they absolutely despise spam. So if you uh, go on to Reddit and start spamming all of your jobs, it's not going to end well. Um, so I actually do have a list of tech subreddits that are friendly to recruiters, and I can post that in the chat right here. This is a more condensed form of my Reddit sourcing toolbox. Um, this is specifically for tech, but it does have listed where it's okay to post. That's very interesting. So a couple of things that um, that's worth underlining there. Uh, firstly, uh, diving in and treating it just as an open database of candidates, um, that's obviously, uh, we know recruiters are going to do this, especially inexperienced recruiters and so on, or recruiters under massive pressure. Uh, the message here is, look, if you do that, it's not going to work. And secondly, it's just going to make people really annoyed at your behavior and, and damage the reputation of the industry um, and, and just make it like difficult for everyone else. Like, let's not uh, agitate the swarm, so to speak, because uh, we want the honey, right? It's something I see every day. I mean, like on, for example, a recruiting subreddit where you just see people posting like, oh, this is the best CRM. And I go like, yeah, that's, that's great. You working for this company saying that this is the best CRM. Good job. This is never going to work. People aren't going to buy this product because you're just spamming and you're not making conversation you're not being genuine you're not engaging with the rest of the people you're just dumping your link here and hoping that somebody's going to pick it up is this I'm the same yeah is this is this any different to behaving like that on subjects specific like linkedin groups or facebook groups it's the same same kind of thing isn't it you, you don't yeah. go and join the facebook group for like treasury professionals and then start posting treasury jobs until you're like accepted is it is it is it similar or are there differences it's a bit it's a bit getting that social um how do i want to say it like i'm trying to find the, the right word but getting that credit credibility like yeah. hey if people see you're active on here you're talking to other people you're helping people out you're going into conversations you're making conversations you're helping people out then people will be open to talk to you and will go like hey i've seen you before you're okay I, can you help me out that that's yes. getting that credibility and just spamming your stuff all over the place and going like, look at this. People aren't going to look at it. They just yeah, don't care. It, I've had people reach out to me on Reddit saying, hey, I saw in your comments, you helped this person with their resume. Can you help me with mine? What am I doing wrong here? Why have I not gotten any calls back on my resume? If you build a reputation like that, eventually people will start coming to you. Okay, really important point. Really, really important point. There isn't a particularly deep personal profile on reddit so there's no images you can put images but it's not like there is like you would expect linkedin or facebook or whatever it is so the way in which people check you out is look on your behavior they check out your comments they check out your posts they check out your upvotes and downvotes that is visible to people in community 
So for instance, if you went in and started behaving like the person, like the archetype that Adam mentioned, just posting, if you went in there just posting jobs, that is your, that's more or less your CV. Yeah, they yeah. will look at you. That's all they'll see. Boom. They're never going to talk to you. But if you're in there and actually they can see that you've added value, you've actually taken time to interact with people, et cetera, et cetera. That is how they will then assess you. So your behavior becomes your profile. So that is a very, very important point, point folks. Um, people will see your comment behavior first and your posting behavior first. That's how you'll be assessed. So think about that if you want to build credibility or brand. Um, yeah. And, and another thing that I do, which I, I know Vim doesn't do this, uh, my personal Reddit account is my the same one that I use for work. And here's why I do that. I sort of do it to level the playing field with anybody that I want to interact with. They may be uncomfortable if they know that I found them on Reddit and they're like, oh my gosh, what else does she know? She knows that I watch Real Housewives of Atlanta or something like that. And I'm really active in that subreddit. That's kind of embarrassing. You can see all the embarrassing stuff that I post too. Um, you know, I, I watch way too much 90 Day Fiance. So, you know, I've, I've commented on those subreddits too many times. So, um, but, but yeah, it's, it levels the playing field with the person that you're reaching out to. And that's the reason why I do it. And also I've had the same account for 10 years, so you can't get more credible than that on Reddit. Okay. There's another point. So four points. I hope someone's writing this down. Point four is tenure. Like how long you've been there makes a difference. If you're like, just set up an account yesterday and you started posting away. In fact, you can see that Redditors tend to look at how, how early the account was or how recent the recency of the account in terms of credibility. And they'll say, that's a bot. Or that is someone who's just trolling away. Uh, that person has no history, no trust. But if they're there for five, 10 years or whatnot, that person has invested time in the site. So they've become a Redditor, irrespective of whether you like what they say or not. So I guess there's no no time is is, is too, uh, too early to get involved there and kind of build some tenure, I guess. Um, so if you have a dormant Reddit account, maybe that's something you should revive. I don't know whether it's possible to clean it up. I don't know whether it's possible to go back and delete, delete comments there, if you need to there, do that. There, are, there are actual like uh, apps, well, not apps, but logins, which will delete your uh, comments because any comment you make on Reddit gets um, saved and gets saved by other things. So people can find your old topics and your old things you've talked on even if you delete the comments. So it, it even that has their own special way of going about it. That's it. And by the way, again, just a, 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 a whims reminder is really, uh, really important point. The structure of Reddit is basically just a load of comments. The entire thing is, it looks like a comments thread and it's nested comments and it's just a, a complete, the, the entire website is comments basically. Um, so what you say kind of is an imprint forever onto the system um, and that may have an impact in terms of how you maybe perceive yes or no. Uh, by the way, this is not to say you shouldn't be personalizing it. Um, it's just uh, it's because it, it, I think that helps. If you're a recruiter and you're actually talking about stuff that's a pretty human, normal human type of behavior, I believe that helps your credibility because people can then identify, look, that's a human being with uh, that likes to watch you know crappy TV or uh, <laughs> I'm sure it's wonderful. Um, but um, yeah, that kind it's of not, thing. It's, it's a terrible show with terrible people. <laughs> you, you just, well, yeah, you, but you, they're, they're good at getting you addicted though, aren't they? That's oh, yeah. oh yeah. If you watch the first episode, you end up watching the season. It's so it's we, the TV form of junk food. <laughs> we can see we can see you can see you have a fellow viewer right there uh, in Adam Gordon. Um, but married um, at first sight. That's mine. Yeah, I yeah. know somebody and, who was on that. 
terrible. But these things help. Like, so long as they're not like commentary on stuff or endorsements of uh, activity that is beyond the pale. I think I think we can all agree there's certain things that are beyond the pale. Most of those things are going to be illegal anyway. If it's illegal, it won't be on the site. But the certain things that are kind of marginal, right, where they either maybe moving towards legality or moving back from illegality or whatever, they're sort of marginal, and you just got to take care and have a bit of sense, I guess um if you're trying to use this as a professional place um okay cool um so building credibility is helping people it is about sort of um providing uh, a history of, of being on site is there a way to follow people on on reddit is that useful does that work yeah there is there is you can do it um it'll show up it'll mean that whatever posts they make it'll show up in your feed wherever they make them so it can be useful, oh. but if somebody posts like in 27 different subreddits and they talk about 27 different TV shows while also talking about their job, it's not always the best thing to do. It really depends on the user and, and what they post, but whatever they post, it'll show up in your main page feed, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and if they're duplicating the comment, that's obviously annoying, but um, I wonder whether that's actually a smart way to just get closer with a, let's say if you identify them very clearly as a, as someone who's a potential hiring manager or a candidate or whatever it is, and you have a long-term plan to get closer to them, a little bit stalkery, but you know, literally follow them on Reddit. They, I mean, that's, that's they, okay. they do get a notification that you are going to, that you are following them, which is going to like instantly show up in, in their feed. Like, Hey, this person is following you now, which mm-hmm. might be a red flag for them or might be a warning. Like, who are you? Why are you following me? What's going on here? So do be mindful about that. Uh, another way to get close to people is just uh, using Reddit Gold and, and the award yes. system that they have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. I've given people Reddit Gold before, which if you don't know what that is, if you have a premium account with Reddit, you get a certain amount of gold coins every month that you can uh, gift to people for their posts and say like, hey, love the content you're posting. I'd love to talk with you. Here's an award. And then it's like, you know, bragging rights on their profile if they've gotten Reddit gold before. And it's, I think yeah. what, like $3 a month to, to do this. And, you know, everybody likes getting Reddit gold, even though it's just a little electronic it's, thing. And then they can go to like a little Reddit gold lounge that you don't have access would, to. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a small system. It, it's a bit like giving a super like on posts or on comments. Like, I really like this comment. But they get a message of like, hey, this person has super liked your comments. And you can add a little message. Like, when somebody says like, oh, I'm looking for a new job because my boss, you know, it's really going bad. And I would love a new job in, for a Java developer in Belgium. I can super like that comment go like, hey, um, just if you if you want to talk, I'm a, I'm a recruiter. I might be able to help you. And that's an instant way to get into their inbox. And because you give gave them something, even though it's worth nothing and it's, you know, virtual credits, it's a bunch of pixels, they're going to be more likely to respond and they're going to be more likely and more open to reply like, hey, interesting. Yeah, you know, talk, talk to you. I, I, I want some Reddit gold. I mean, I, this is a value. <laughs> don't, don't dismiss the value here. Um, but I love that because it, it seems to me that actually following people might be a bad move because it is... It yes. kind of le- leans into the recruiter stalker type of fee- type of vibe that we have, um, yeah. and they may not need be a need to do this because uh, three dollars a month is nothing, right? For most people, uh, you know, to get onto a site where you get access to however many millions of potential candidates, 
um, uh, then uh, you get an auto allocation of Reddit Gold simply by being a pre premium member. Is that right? Yep. And then you don't see ads either. Um, so that's yeah. that's one benefit. And then if they use their gold membership for the month, they don't see ads either. So Redditors hate ads to begin with. So, you know, all of this is helpful. But, you know, as much as I love giving Reddit Gold to people, I've also found that finding them outside of Reddit to reach out to them and not even mentioning that you found them there is actually the best way to go. And particularly with developers or UX designers or anybody that you can find a social coding profile, you can say, oh, no, I just found your GitHub account, you know, or I found your portfolio website and I'd like to talk to you. A lot of people are disclosing that on, on Reddit, um, like specifically in the JavaScript subreddit, they have a mega thread called Show Off Saturday, where you can just show whatever you're working on, get feedback, brag about it, anything. And usually there's a link to a GitHub account or a DevTO account or a Stack Overflow account, any of that. All what right. That's actually of people. Uh, well, let me just well, say this. I think it's a really important point. And hold the thoughts. I want to come back to you. But it is the idea of like interacting with someone on the place you found them is definitely not the right thing to do on Reddit because of the really pervasive nature of the type of content that there and as you say people might be interacting with different types of things but then people feel like, no but you people can. feel a bit more conscious right they'll feel a bit yeah. more conscious about oh I, I i don't know whether i want this part of my life to be exposed to a recruiter or in a professional context so you can eliminate that risk entirely by understanding working out where they're from finding them in a more public place and then knocking sort of a, a, a there with the additional insight that you might have captured as a result of the information that you've gathered. Um, so I think that is a bit of sensitivity that might work very, very well. I, Go ahead. I have two really cool things uh, to help with this. Uh, one of them is something that I've stolen from Vanessa, who's having her birthday today, so she's not here, but Vanessa Roth. Uh, hey, happy is... birthday, Vanessa. Happy birthday, Vanessa. <laughs> she, she said she was going to watch it, but I posted it in the um, chat, which is, what's my name? which allows you to check nicknames over multiple social media platforms. So it's about 400 different social media platforms. So some people, uh, me included, have the same nickname over and over and over and over everywhere because nobody wants to remember 50 different nicknames, right? You have like your favorite nickname, you check if it's there, if it's available, you're going to take it. What, what's A the lot nickname, of... babe? Before you even I'm, continue, no, what is... No, no. <laughs> you're not, Somebody... not going to catch me in that one. We've got no, 180 but... recruiters here. Someone find them and stick it in chat. Probably. No, go on. Uh, yeah, it's what, it's uh, pretty easy to name. find, to be honest. But no, but you can look up people, their nicknames on different platforms. So if you find their Reddit nickname, you, you find their Reddit profile, you can look up if they have the same nickname on GitHub or on Stack Overflow or on other platforms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's an easy way to find people on different platforms. Another really mean trick that I always do is if you are going to contact somebody on, on Reddit, you start by, hey, I'm a recruiter. By the way, anybody can claim to be anybody on the internet. For all you know, I'm a dog writing some code on a keyboard. Here's my LinkedIn profile so you can really check out who I am. And the first thing you do is you send your LinkedIn profile. Now, the first thing that person is going to do is check out your LinkedIn profile. And to check out somebody's LinkedIn profile, you have to be logged in. So what are they going to do? They're going to check it and you're going to show up. Uh, they are going to show up in who has viewed your profile recently. So if you don't have a lot of people visiting your profile, you can narrow it down to like, oh, you know, there's a 
suddenly a UX developer from uh, the Netherlands who's Dude, checking that's, out that's, my LinkedIn. That's oh, fiendish, well, that's man. probably this person. That's so that's fiendish. a really easy way to also figure out who that person is by just, I, I call it honeypotting. Just, you know, you give them your LinkedIn profile, they click it, and suddenly you know who they are. And you know what? There's two elements that makes this really interesting. Vim. Firstly, I think the what's my name is really useful. So I think everyone can check that out. Uh, it's in the in the chat stream there. What's my name? Um, and the, the, the second technique you mentioned, I think is really cool for, for two reasons. Firstly, that it's like you're disclosing first. So yeah. you're, you're almost recognizing on this website and Reddit, it's pseudo anonymous. Like you, no one's going first name, second name really on there unless you're like Barack Obama or something. Um, so, so you're not going to be first name, second name. Um, you're going to be some sort of uh, sort of nickname. Um, but if you go first and disclose, you've already kind of, uh, there's a bit of reciprocity you've suggested. It's like the open arms type of gesture, right? Yeah. Second thing is that LinkedIn is actually quite a safe link to click. Um, because if you look at the URL bar, people can see, yeah, it's LinkedIn. It's like not a, a spammy thing. Yes, it's a recruiter, but it's definitely not malware or whatnot. Mm. So they're going to click on it. And the third thing you mentioned was actually there's who's viewed your profile feature within LinkedIn, which means that the person who's seen it, and as you say, to see the profile, it needs to be, the guy needs to be locked in, uh, logged in, then you'll be able to work out who's actually viewed it. So yeah, there you go. Identity verification. Uh, that that works well. on all social media and everywhere. Like just hand out your LinkedIn profile like candy. Yeah, that's it. It's not private, folks. It isn't private. I, I know a few remaining recruiters out there that are so defensive on their LinkedIn profile. I'm thinking, like, nah. <laughs> it's like, that's incorrect, surely. Incorrect. Um, get it out there, man. Uh, anyway, um, Adam, I think I interrupted you. Do you want to come back? Uh, yeah. My question was, so the people that you, um, for Wim and Erin, are both like, finding on Reddit, would you have found... Would you have found them on LinkedIn based on the information that they had on their LinkedIn profiles or not? Like what percentage of them would, would you just not have found on LinkedIn because they're not there or they've got almost nothing on there? Yeah, um, most of them I'm not finding on LinkedIn in my regular searches. And some of that is actually based on how the LinkedIn algorithm is set up. I always tell this to anybody when they're thinking about sourcing outside of LinkedIn. You absolutely should source in multiple places outside of LinkedIn because here's why. It limits your search results to only 1,000. So if there's 10,000 candidate, candidates just like that, they're only going to show you the first 1,000. And a lot of people don't know this. It perpetuates bias and diversity and inclusion problems. If someone does not have a profile picture on their account, which a lot of people don't put it there for fear of racial discrimination, it's not considered a complete profile and it prioritizes complete profiles. So you could unwittingly be excluding diverse candidates by only searching through the LinkedIn algorithm. I find people on Reddit from, you know, in just like that I would never find in my searches, um, either because they, they're not very active on LinkedIn, they don't have very much on there, maybe it's not even updated to their most recent job. They're spending places where they're getting better at their job, like GitHub. And then they're going to these communities on Reddit to collaborate with other people like them. And a lot of people choose this, this platform because it's not like TikTok, it's not like Facebook, it's not like Instagram or Snapchat. Nobody's on there for clout to try and gain followers or to show off their wonderful, bougie, superficial life. They're on there just to meet with other minds. 
And that is why this is such a unique platform and why it has the highest engagement rate out of any website. People spend more time on Reddit than any other website. Interesting. That's Thank really you. interesting. And by the way, LinkedIn's uh, certainly LinkedIn is also becoming worse, I think, for people finding um, even like to the point where I'm typing someone's name, whose name I know just to get their profile up and it's not delivering the result. It's like, how can you not even deliver the result that's like instructed to deliver this? Um, so I think it's increasingly, I don't think it's necessarily deliberate. I think they just might be rewiring it in a way that's really inefficient. Um, so we need to certainly be more creative um, and looking at other places where even though we know this person is on LinkedIn, um, we can't call LinkedIn first in that instance. Very yeah. quickly in terms of the types of industry, folks, um, for, for you two in particular, I know you're both tech recruiters and that's where we're going to lean towards. Um, we know it's going to be pretty good for tech. But what other is there other play other types of industry sector you think is particularly suited for outside healthcare. of technology? Healthcare. I, okay. I if you look at my Reddit sourcing toolbox, I have every job category separated out by different subreddits. You can source for a lot of things uh, on there. Engineers very. are also super popular on Reddit. Yeah, because yeah. it's very yeah. technical, and they love seeing videos of things going wrong, or videos of things going differently, or how things work, it, it attracts a lot of engineers as well, surprisingly. Yeah, and that's always the highest demand, right? Uh, as a recent survey results I conducted um, uh, to identify what kinds of people people are recruiting for, it is still software engineers, like 50% uh, of all of the people in uh, that follow brain food. So it's, it's a massive, massive demand. Um, okay, folks, we're, we're, we always do this. Just a quick put, pit stop. Adam, pit, quick pit stop. We are going to go and share our LinkedIn profiles in the chat stream and in the comment thread on LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter. reason why we do this, folks, is because Brain Food Live is a conversation starter. It is not a conversation stopper. We have a time limit on this. We can't stay here forever, even though we want to. Uh, the conversation is going to close soon. So um, what we don't want to do, though, is for the conversation to stop when we come off air. Um, so there's 180 odd people watching this. Why don't you go and connect with all of those people? Everyone who's on this stream right now is interested in sourcing on Reddit. The best way to get better at sourcing on Reddit is to connect with other recruiters that also want to learn. Um, so take a moment, take your LinkedIn profile, stick it in the chat stream, stick it in the comment thread and connect with everyone who has also done that. Uh, worst case you can leave from this is that you walk away 50, 100 more connections that are really into the same stuff as you do. That will help you educate in terms of your future uh, activating this particular, uh, this thing. Um, go ahead, Adam. Yeah, question. So the, the answer to this might be like a two-second answer, uh, but it might be something interesting. Um, so Quora, uh, sourcing on Quora. Tell me about it. Good, bad? Nothing happening? What's going on there? You know, I haven't done a lot of sourcing on Quora, but Greg Hawks has, and he actually has a custom search engine for that. I don't know if it still works or if it needs to be recalibrated, but let me drop that in the chat for you. I've always found that websites like Quora, where people are inform informed discussing various topics, natural language queries are great. Like, you know, if you have someone saying like, I am a software engineer, yeah. I'm having a problem with this bug. Can you help me? Yeah. You know, stuff like that. It, you, you can really get some interesting results from that. 
Um, by the way, Greg Hawks needs to make an appearance on uh, Brain Food Live at some point. Um, I've, I've asked him. He's, I've asked him. He said yes. For some reason, that's not translated into an appearance. I, it's totally my fault. So I need to sort that out. Um, uh, okay, um, let's um, go quickly to uh, two more topics before we end the show. Are there recruiting specific communities on subreddit on on Reddit? Yeah. Um, yes. Like, are there recruiters hanging out? I mean, are, yeah. which ones are those? Are they worth attending? Like, what's, what's your thoughts? Yes, um, uh, there's... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You first. Yeah. Uh, so um, one place that I have unexpectedly learned a lot of cool sourcing methods is the open source intelligence subreddit. So OSINT, a lot of cool things on there. It's it's a fascinating place. Um, another place, um, there is for hire. That is specifically a place just for posting jobs. So a lot of recruiters are hanging out there, course, but yeah. make sure you read the rules. They're very complicated and detailed. So just keep that in mind. Um, but in terms of uh, recruiters hanging out, there is a recruiting subreddit. Uh, I don't know if you've been on that, Vim, but it's not the recruiting hell subreddit. You don't want to end up on recruiting hell. That's where they drag recruiters that do bad things like spam people on Reddit. So... Yeah, uh, someone, someone, someone share recruiting hell subreddit that's featured on Brave Food a couple of times for human reasons. Uh, I always think that being dragged is actually a, a badge of honor. I, I aim to to achieve an appearance at some point uh, on that uh, subreddit myself. But go, uh, go ahead, Wim. Uh, OSINT is really great. It, it's one of those places where a lot of cool people hang out and people talk about a lot of really cool stuff, which I would have never learned about. There's just our recruiting, which has their own, like, uh, the recruitment is also one of the subreddits, recruitment agencies. Uh, so there are a bunch of subreddits where people just hang out and talk about recruitment or just toss, toss around the information or talk about stuff. It's yeah, not that resume, big. There's one called Resumes. Do we know and it actually has a flare tagging system that uh, you can separate out. Tim Wood runs one of them. He's one of the moderators really? of one of those. Yeah. He like he has the higher right finder as his banner of one of his accounts. It's his, his second account as well. So he has a moderator account for I think recruiting. So that's really interesting. Like I, I don't know because I'm not really a redditor in that sense. So um so, but there's gotta be people there that are moderating massive communities of recruiters, I guess. Um and yeah, I wonder who they are and hope they're having a good life. You know, it's like good on you. Um, okay, let's talk about advertising real quick. There is a way to advertise on Reddit. Um, tell us about how, how, that. How does it work? Is it effective? Is it worth doing? Um, um, go ahead. Yeah, go. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll take this one then. Um, it is effective if you're going to do it. It's a lot cheaper than LinkedIn. It's cheaper than Facebook. It is the king of impressions. It is like five to six dollars for a thousand impressions which a lot of the other platforms just cannot be um the one thing you have to remember which is something you have to remember for all the ads you're going to run on all the different platforms is that i tiers love their ad blockers or their reddit gold and they some people might never see it because they are running an ad blocker on their uh, computer and they will never see your ads but when we ran ads for Reddit and, and recruitment, we ran LinkedIn, Facebook, and Reddit at the same time. And just Reddit was the king in impressions and people who follow through on the clicks. 
Okay, so I think for that throwaway amount, it's worth doing, right? Um, yeah. Uh, I take it you need to have a, a Reddit account, a profile set up to, in order to access the ad manager. Um, and then yeah. the ad manager, it'll be buried in a link somewhere at the bottom of a page or something. You, like you that. don't even have to be active on Reddit. Like, there's a lot of like Reddit accounts that just were made only to put ads on, and that's it. Uh, if you cool, do cool. make ads, the one tip I can give you: do not leave it open for comments unless you you're gonna have somebody who are who's gonna be policing it twenty four seven, and who has to be funny. If you have somebody who's funny and can police it twenty four seven, leave the comments open, have a field day. Otherwise, just don't do it because there are people who will happily troll your ad until you stop posting it. Hey, I, I tell you that, you know, so having ability on uh, with humor online, that's like a premium skill. Like, like I don't mm. know whether we recruit for that, but we should. You know, if we're hiring for somebody, anybody, like a recruiter, I want to see their their commentary online. I want, I want to get a giggle out of that because if that person is funny, that's worth money. There's no doubt about it. That person is an asset in the world that we're in now. If they can handle things with humor, boom, that's going to help your, you and your business. Okay, yeah. quick shift to employer branding. Any corporates on Reddit doing anything decent or is that just not a thing? There's a few that have done it really well before. Um, and when, it, when we actually ran ads at Maxar Technologies on Reddit, we did a lot of the similar things. If you're going to run an ad on Reddit, speak in the Redditor's language. For example, I I know we mentioned those terrible subreddits for day trading and stuff like that, like Wall Street bets. In that subreddit, they're always using the phrase, oh, this stock is going to the moon. It's going to go to the moon. And I, I, we ran an ad that said, your stock might not be going to the moon, but we are. Come work on this space project that we have. Um, and we got more engagement in that ad than any of our others that we ran on Google or LinkedIn or any other platform. So if you do a nod to the Redditors, it is much more likely to get a good response. And also just authenticity. Um, for example, one time Martha Stewart, she didn't ask me anything to promote her brand. And she didn't shy away from any weird questions people asked her. They were asking her, like, what was it like in prison? You know, what are your tips for this, that, and the other? And she answered everything. She didn't shy away from any weird questions. Yeah, two really good things to talk about there, um, Aaron. Firstly, it's almost like you've got to um, show a bit of in-group insight. So yes. if you're going to do an advert, don't just be a tourist and drop your own language in, in there. <laughs> Show that you know what this Reddit's about, what the conversations have been about. And if you could refer that in, then straight away, that is a little bit of in-group in signaling that's going to make you a little bit more welcome. Um, and the second thing is like super authenticity. Like if you show up, they're going to give you credit. Um, no matter if they hate you or whatever, if you show up and you took it, um, then yeah, that, that's going to that's gonna help you. Okay, um, folks, we are coming to the end of the show. Let's go to questions real quick because uh, there's a bunch of people that have asked these. Uh, let's go to them real quick. Uh, John Rose is saying, uh, as a sourcer or recruiter, should you use your recognized name or anonymous username? I think we've already dealt with that. There's two different strategies, right? Uh, women, you've used like multiple personas. Erin, uh, uh, you might not have used your real name, but you've used a single persona, right, um, that people know. So uh, there's your choices, John. Uh, okay, um, uh, Chloe has said, okay, I see the usefulness of sourcing on Reddit in the US, but what is it like in EMEA where Reddit is less registered? 
uh, mainstream. Uh, Wim, do you want to take this one real quick? It, it's very hit and miss. It really depends on your audience. Like it, depending on country, you're going to have different results. You're going to have to look it up and you're going to have to like find the right subreddits and the right people. Uh, especially if you're doing tech recruitment, it is still very popular, even in other communities. Uh, and the Stack Overflow questionnaire has really good data on that if you need more data on that. Yeah, good stuff. So maybe definitely US bias. So if you're a US recruiter not using Reddit, that's obviously a, a bigger gap in your knowledge and elsewhere. But hey, if you're English language speaking EMEA, you probably should be useful, probably less useful than uh, other places where English Germany, for example, and the UK are also super popular with Reddit. Yeah, and Australia, there, there's a lot of Australians yeah. on Reddit. Okay, the other questions are, are kind of related to other stuff. Uh, yes, it's a video on demand. And which country do you target with? I think we've dealt with that as well. Okay, so um, I think we're more or less at the end of the show. There's obviously loads more to talk about. Erin, have you shared your toolbox in the chat stream yet? If you haven't... Several times, but I'll share them times, both again. Share them both again. Please, everyone, uh, access that and bookmark it. If you want to use or get into Reddit, that's probably the first thing you should access and have a look at. Vim's also shared some really interesting I, tools. I have also. no toolbox just because Aaron's toolbox is so good. So that's why you know I what? have nothing else to post because just go to Aaron's pages because she's been doing all the work on that. Yeah. I just oh, talk I, about it. I do actually have an hour-long webinar you can watch if you want to get a good primer for how to do it. So I just posted that there. So Okay, everyone go ahead. It's a YouTube link there. So everyone go ahead and watch that. That's, it. that's amazing. Okay, let's leave it with a final word or commentary on this. Uh, advice to recruiters who are doing this uh, for the first time. They've watched the show. They're excited. They're going to do it. Um, Wim, let's go to you. What's your, what's your advice? I'm, I'm going to steal Aaron's, uh, Aaron's thunder. And I'm just going to say, be a Redditor first. Like, be on Reddit first. Learn the platform. Learn the lingo. Understand what it is like before you like do anything recruitment related so sorry for everybody who wants to start recruitment and sourcing on reddit right now but Don't learn the platform first you know what there's danger to that though because you can get into it and get into it so much you enjoy it so much you forget about the, the, the re original reason the original purpose that was my that's what, that was my journey i was like thinking practical okay i need to exploit this for some shit uh and then i got into it i was like i still i don't know i haven't done a fucking thing since then uh, all right um okay aaron uh one bit of advice please to uh, uh new people coming in yeah, I would say utilize the feature on Reddit where you can create a custom feed. You can have uh, different uh, subreddits added. Like you can say, oh, I want to follow these tech communities for recruiting purposes. And I'm going to follow these communities for my own entertainment. And you can flip between the two views of what you see on your feed. So you can have a more focused view if you don't want to get too distracted by looking at bread stapled to trees or stuff like that. There you go. Had I known about that feature, I'd be like an ace recruiter on Reddit uh, right now. Um, uh, but listen, that's amazing. Thank you so much, everybody. We could obviously do part two, part three, part four and all of this, uh, but we've run out of time. So uh, thank you so much to uh, Vim Damans for uh, joining us uh, today. And great to see you. And thank you very much, Erin, uh, for joining us also. You two dropping your knowledge. Um, by the way, follow these two folks. Absolutely essential if you're going to get into uh, sourcing on Reddit. Um, okay. Have a good weekend, you two. Thank you. Thank and you. thank you for having us. See you all. See ya. That was really interesting, wasn't it, mate? Um, it's, 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 I'd love to have the time to actually do it, to have the excuse to recruit people out <laughs> in right, right, right away there. Um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's too entertaining for other things, you know? 
Same. I absolutely love sourcing. And, you know, I, I only very occasionally get to do it. But when I do, I try and make use of everything I've learned and everything I learn on these shows from people like Vim and Erin. Uh, Should we do it? Should we just set aside a day? Just to recruit just, a bunch of sourcing. idiots that don't source, right? Get this. So let's let's get a, a few CEOs, a few tech CEOs and all this type of stuff. Like, yeah, let's get them all together. We'll all do like a, a massive sourcing thing. We'll live stream it. Show how incompetent we all are doing it and have everyone laugh at us. I think the best way of doing that would be if we were actually doing it for a charity or something and we were helping them fill jobs. Yeah. So we volunteer some time, like misusing the time, let's face it, because, you know, <laughs> but we have to have some sort of stunt. Um, and we'll batter away, try to source on Reddit or something. It might be quite funny. Um, demonstrate how little we know. Um, there we go. Oh, I, anyway. I, I, I definitely, I, I definitely could, can't source as well as Aaron or Vim, but I bet I could do it better than you. Oh, 100%. I'm the worst saucer ever, mate. Uh, I, I would 100% say I'm the worst saucer ever. Um, I, I'm, I'm now so dependent on inbound that going out is like mentally I'm not, not tuned for it. Um, my, so... my OCD is a massive help when it comes to sourcing, by the way, because I can leave no stone unturned. Right, right. See, see, my, my inherent laziness is an impediment to my sourcing because <laughs> I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> Well, all right we're all driven in different ways aren't we indeed indeed all right everybody uh thanks for watching we'll see you next week adam before i let you go um uh, what's happening this weekend any predictions football wise how is range rangers it's always rangers celtic in it mate but how is it looking do you reckon well i mean i don't know but uh rangers will not win the league but they'll go a lot further than celtic in europe that's my prediction as i really? said I reckon, I reckon liverpool are winning the um the Premiership, and this weekend I'm go I've got uh, a reservation in a local hostelry, which has got really good food on Saturday evening. My aunt, my wife's friends are leaving our holiday home tomorrow, and my aunt is coming to take to to stay tomorrow. So we've got one set of guests going and more arriving. And on Sunday we're going to uh, Sunday roast. Uh, a pub called the Seven Stars, which is quite close by, and they've got live music on, and their Sunday roast is phenomenal. Uh, what about you? That's a good rhythm, mate. That's a good rhythm. Uh, I'm a bit, I might be seeing Bill tomorrow. I mean, basically, you say, text send me a text. Yeah, I'm in Brooklyn. It's like, oh, shit. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, it's, it's Have a like, good breakfast. That's all I can say. It, yeah, when, when that, what that means is like literally like a 40-hour bender, which I can't do. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I've got, uh, I got to fig figure that one out. But I might pop in and say hello and make sure I'm not drinking anything. Um, but yeah, that's the plan. All right, that's it. Um, I'll see everybody next week. Thanks a lot, everybody. See you later, Adam. Cheers, bye.